What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Indiscriminate News Network. Today, I have my friend on, Stefan, and uh, he's uh, ranting a little bit about Netflix, and it goes into, uh, we start getting into Narcos and about what his dad used to do, which was, he used to be a runner for, I guess, some Narcos down from Colombia up to the U.S. He's not around anymore, so Stefan felt fine sharing this and a couple other stories that he had uh, about his dad, which I thought was pretty cool. And I think here and there, maybe it is a little news, but uh, we were having fun on this one, and there is some cursing, so if you don't like that, turn it off. But thanks for listening, everybody. If you like these kinds of podcasts, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Thanks. Bye. Netflix? Yeah. Do you notice that the sound mixing is way shittier on Netflix than every other streaming service? Like, I have a Bose surround sound, and I'm constantly turning it up and down on Netflix versus, like, Hulu and HBO and all the other ones. <laughs> I can I can keep it on a normal thing, and I even got so pissed off I read the technical specs, and it's because they have a bigger range of decibels and all this bullshit that is kind of out of my realm of expertise or understanding. But and I got the gist of it that they're fucking us. <laughs> so with Netflix, what I what I often uh, see myself doing is yes, I'm either turning up the volume way loud or way low, but oftentimes I give up and I just plug in. I, I'll watch it on my PS4 and I have the option to plug in my headset into the controller and then I can just listen yeah, to it, no that, problem. That yeah, that uh, gets rid of the, the problem. But well, I noticed, and I was reading in the articles, most people just use subtitles. And I switched over to my brother's profile on Netflix by accident and he had subtitles on. And I'm like, yep, no shit. No, I do too. <laughs> I, I put it on there. I put the subtitles on because I can't hear a damn thing. No, it's ridiculous. I don't know. I was trying to watch Umbrella Academy. I got so fucking pissed off. And it's like, I have a good sound system, so fuck you. It's like, it's not me. <laughs> uh, talking on Umbrella Academy, did you finish it? Uh, I haven't gotten all the way through the second season. What episode are you on? Uh, later? Pretty later. Like, I think there's only a few left. Uh, good. What a, what a damn good series, dude. I really enjoy it. I liked it. Uh, have you watched The Boys on Amazon? I did not watch that on Amazon. Okay. Okay, I have to say, I watched the set, because the new season's coming out of that in a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, I actually watched the first season, rewatched the first season of that before I watched the second season on Umbrella Academy, because The Boys is fucking awesome. Like, way grittier, way freaking Really? Funnier. Oh my god! All right, I'm oh, gonna yeah. check it out tonight. Then I'm after after oh, this, I'm gonna watch a couple. Of... You'll have you hooked. You'll know. Like, All right, you better not be just... lying to me. <laughs> not, uh, there's some there's some great acting going on in that. Because <laughs> I've been desperate for a lot of things, and I know they can't. They've been a, a lot of the new episodes and thing that have been put on halt because they can't shoot anything. So. Oh, I know, and I've been humble enough. I've watched almost everything. So, like any any suggestions, I'm always game. But at this point. I notice every suggestion someone gives me, I'm like, oh, yeah, I watched that. Oh, yeah, I watched that. Yeah, I watched that. Nope, watched that. Like, I just watched all those Ozark the other day. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's solid, but it's kind of loosely written, more like shameless. And there's, there's some uh, open. It's not as clean as some, I, some I feel writing. like I feel like Ozark, okay, so the first season was decent, and I feel like they, they weren't expecting, like, this much... Uh, it's popularity. Too yeah. many writers per episode. Yes. Having been, yeah. having binged it, the characters don't make sense. Yes, and then you're like, one. "What the heck is going on? Why are they okay, doing that now?" Like, the one that really gave me whiplash was they fucking waterboarded Ruth and are like, "He is the cartel. You do not fuck with him." 
And the next episode, she literally the next episode, she's breaking in with her dad to his business. It's like you just got fucking tortured by the cartel, and now you're like totally disregarding all of that. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> did you uh? Did you watch? Um, gosh, uh, Narcos. Um, I you know I watched part of one, but like. With my dad's uh, background and all that, it was too condescending. Like, the fucking, uh, the narration from the DEA guys talking all this horse shit about the first cocaine came through here. Bullshit. <laughs> I know personally cocaine came through Miami before that. Like, fuck you. Like, this is just <laughs> DEA, DEA fucking grandstanding. And I know that the DEA fucking was shady as fuck because my dad fucking traded him a plane to let him off one time in New Mexico. So it's like, fuck these guys and fuck their fucking thing. So that I, it might be a little personal <laughs> with that one. But yeah, that one, that one I didn't like. But, but yeah, for the most part. <laughs> uh, for the most part, it was entertaining. You always have to change certain aspects of... Uh, you know, no, was, well, the writers think condescending narration. Well, when you have something like, so interesting like what happened in the these like cartel, you know, drug wars or whatever, and the CIA, CIA getting involved. Yeah, I don't think the, I don't think you need DEA's perspective. Let's get it from a cartel guy's perspective. Well, I don't I don't think you need the like writers jumping in and like giving their two cents and trying to make it more interesting. I think you should just well, write it as it actually happened. One of the more interesting articles I've read was a, a first-person account from a Sicario down there. Yeah. And he worked long enough that because there's so much killing and so much turnover that the people he worked for were all dead. And then now, like, those people have turned on it. Like, everyone turns on everyone. It's just a fucking bloodbath down there. Hey, but, Stefan, remind, you know, me what your, remind me what your dad got bu caught doing, busted. What he got busted doing? Uh... Well, basically, they, what would happen is they would, you know, he'd uh, have a small plane loaded with cargo, usually weed or cocaine. And he knew, all, and this is back before there was good radar in the Southwest, so he knew all the little dirt strips and places. Sometimes they'd parachute out the cargo. Uh, most of the time he'd land in some remote strip with no lights. And uh, Where? Down, down south? Anywhere in the Southwest, anywhere between fucking California and like he was based out of Colorado, so it was typically somewhere in the Southwest. So he would he um, would do a pickup in the Southwest. He would go down to like no 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 he'd go down to like Colombia or uh -huh. Mexico, like and pick something up. He would fly low uh, in America uh, below the radar line and then through the radar holes in the Southwest at the border because like I said, this was back in the day before there was uniform radar yeah so he knew where the holes were uh he'd go out when there was no moon out and uh what would happen is typically he'd go through go down to the south pick up cargo come back drop it at some uh small airport and then fly home um and he'd usually get searched at home they knew what he was doing and he would be on their radio stations, and they had a faster plane than the DA could afford because they were in their infancy. Yeah. <laughs> and so he would hear the ground radar when they were tracking him before, you know, before drop it off or whatever. Uh, 
So and he, it was a moonless night, so they couldn't visually do it. So they'd have to coordinate with ground, and so he'd just change his coordinates enough so they'd keep missing him. But like one time, like here, the ground radar screaming, blips are colliding, and like they almost had a midair collision in the middle of the night, like where it was super him. dark. And he crashed a couple planes uh, because you know flying so damn low um, with no lights in the dark. Uh, he had a few stories of crashing planes and getting out of there and all that other stuff. But, so he must have made yeah. good. So how did he get? How did he meet someone to like do that? Somebody approach um, him? I don't know how the hell it all started. You know, most of my stories came from him drinking too much and sharing too much, and then like as I got older, I learned a little bit. But you know, a lot of it was, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that I still only have pieces up like i know that he had the he had the slug that like went up through the bottom of his plane and through his arm and bounced off the bulkhead and ended up in his front pocket who uh, was who where was that, was he, that? Told, he told me that was a skin cancer that got removed because the exit wound on the back was it was like a 45 slug damn uh, and uh the exit wound on the back it went up through his bicep and out the back of his shoulder while he was and, flying uh, yeah and he flew home and then got some somebody to take care of it. I don't know how he did that. Hazardous, um, hazardous job, huh? Yeah, yeah, no. I just know from, like, stuff when we're when he'd be drinking too much and we'd be watching an action movie and he'd be like, that's not what it's like to get shot at in the middle of the dark <laughs> on a yeah. runway. Yeah, like, what? like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> so I'm sure some stuff went bad here and there because he was freelancing and, and would basically pick up a job anywhere from Columbia up. Because I know he flew to Columbia a few times and picked up... Uh, uh, loads and came back and dropped them. Man, what and a some, flight that would have been, huh? And sometimes they, yeah, he his favorite plane was like a twin engine Beach Bonanza, which is a pretty fast plane. Yeah. And and uh, so you know it's it's smaller cargo. It's not like you're flying like giant amounts. But he then later got um when he got arrested, it was basically he landed and the people weren't there to pick him up and and. I don't remember exactly what happened. He got screwed over and, and got caught with with a bunch of, of uh, cargo. And how did he get, uh, get a hold of the the uh, twin bonanza? Oh, he had like twenty planes at that point. Um, he he um, wandered his money through an aerial photography business and <laughs> a plane de- and a plane dealership. And yeah. mecha- he was a mechanic too, so he could work on his own planes and stuff. Okay, so he basically. In order to <laughs> kind of shuffle planes around and everything else, it was easier for him to have a dealership and, and use those ones and kind of... Well, uh, no wonder you know, no, they couldn't catch him. He was flying the freaking twin bonanza. Yeah, so, well, and, and they were in there, like, I can't stress how early it was in DEA. They didn't have any funds. They didn't have anything. Because at one point, after he got arrested, um, he... He, he wasn't supposed to be, he was on like pr- parole or probation or I don't know, he wasn't supposed to be trafficking anything and he got popped again and this time he traded them literally a brand new plane and they let him walk away. So, I don't know, you can take what you want from the corruption at that level, oh, but it was, it was yeah. more, like the DEA didn't have a plane that fast or that good. And they and couldn't they get the willing, funds allocated to him, right? Yeah, so they were willing to just let him go. 
That's probably why and they then, wanted him so bad because they could get their hands on a sweet. Oh, uh, he said they he basically the routine was getting popped every time he landed again and searched, but there'd be nothing in his plane because he'd already dropped it. You know, a few times they parachuted stuff, but uh, a lot of times it was just quick drops and in little dirt runways all through the southwest. You know, those things go for like three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars now. Yeah. No, he always wanted one again, um, and obviously couldn't afford it, <laughs> even in the 80s and 90s, because yeah. he wasn't making that kind of money uh, once a month like he was back in the day. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, even later, he moved to Florida and retired before I was even born, and then got caught up in like the biggest drug bust in Florida history, whereas since he's dead, it doesn't matter, and statute of limitations, yeah. I think, would have been out anyway. Um he was actually in the swamp with a semi. Uh, they were going down to the harbor, and the D- and DEA uh, caught the ship. It was like a cargo ship full. It was it was the biggest uh, pop bust ever in Florida history. And he, uh, he basically jumped out of the semi, which was it. obviously registered in other people's names yeah. and everything, and ran through the swamp for, he said, like two days. <laughs> totally <laughs> worth it. Totally worth it. Mosquito bites, yeah. malaria, doesn't and, matter. Totally worth and it. And then after that, he, uh, he kind of wised up and, and uh, moved out west and uh, opened an auto shop and, and had, had the kids and started a legit life. <laughs> so, but, he, but he was a convicted felon so he could never vote or technically own a gun so it was okay. always like weird when we go hunting <laughs> <laughs> thanks for sharing that dude interesting stuff yeah yeah you want to you got anything else you want to rant about no uh, nah, i'm just tired of netflix bullshit man i don't know how we we turned into that but fuck netflix <laughs> well we went on from netflix and talking about uh what do you call it uh <laughs> The freaking the drug show. I can't even remember the name of it now. Oh, Narcos. Narcos, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's some good stuff. I, I think I, I, I think you'd use that on whatever. Can only help. This stuff. Because really, my my dad's dead, and who cares? Like, <laughs> it's been it's been now, what fuck, forty five years. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's way past. And, like, what are they going to do so now? So, I bet you Florida, at, at, like, at this point, has had a bigger drug bust. <laughs> oh, for sure. It's, I'm, it's yeah. Florida. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Cool. All right, man. All I'll right. talk to you. Thanks. Take care, dude. Okay. All right. Goodbye. Bye.